Chicago. Easy, baby. Work. Work. Hands in the air, kicks in the dirt, muscles on the midway. Work. Bear down, bear down, we can't hear the work. Chicago's the city, let's give them that work. Bears. Mighty, mighty, mighty bands. ESPN, take the north, just the fields. Got a new location, we still in rotation. Bears. Mighty, mighty, mighty bands. Jalen Johnson, take it there. No other team can compare. Love for the fans, love for the squad. Repping the city of our Chicago. We got them hitters. Jaquan Briscoe, who rocking with us? Get easy, breezy to the dirt. Live from stage, we bears turf. Clap, scream, clap, holler, clap, scream, clap. Welcome in to the NFL Combine from Indianapolis. This is the Cap'n J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Jay Moore. we got Charlie. We've got Che, and we got you with you here on this special day here for ESPN 1000. A new era of the Bears has begun, and we are the home of the Chicago Bears right here on ESPN 1000, Cap. 25 years of ESPN 1000. This has to be the greatest day. March 1st, we'll always remember the Bears officially and the ESPN 1000 united together forever, hopefully. It's, it truly is amazing. I came in here and I cut our little promo video for the show, and I literally, I said to Shay, can you, I had to recut it because I cursed, can you effing believe, we're the home of the Chicago freaking Bears. They got the top pick, they got $98 million in cap space, and they got Justin Fields. Let's go. Game on. Yeah, and we got a chance to talk to Ryan Poles, the general manager of the Chicago Bears. If you missed the conversation, you'll hear it coming up at 8.30 Right here on ESPN 1000. Well, Cap, you know, there's so much buzz in the streets about what is happening with the uh, Chicago Bears. Even though we're in the home of the Indianapolis Colts, there's still so much you know, questions and concerns about what the Bears are going to do. Of course, Ryan Poles is going to hold everything close to the vest. He won't tell you exactly what he's going to do. But to be in his position, I mean, he is, he's, he's got the world by the balls, ultimately. He does. Because he could do whatever he wants with that number one pick. You know, he gets to shape, literally, shape the entire direction of a franchise going into a new stadium eventually. I, we, we asked him, I think I asked him the question, would you rather have walked into a situation like this or, look, you don't change general managers on teams that are going to Super Bowls. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have had a little more ready-made roster? A little bit. And he... No, I like where we're at. We've got everything at our feet. Now we've got to execute. If you're just joining us, where you been? We started at 5 a.m. We told you this week we'd be starting at 5 a.m. And, uh, again, we are so excited to be here to be able to tell you that we're the home of the Chicago Bears. And Matt Eberflus, the head coach for the Chicago Bears, got a chance to meet with the press about a number of things. Okay, so let's start here. He, uh, Eberflus talks about trying to identify prospects for the Bears. Listen. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't for everybody. And that's that comes down to the number one thing, the love of football. So they have to love the game. And how do they show that? It's what they show on tape. You know, we're going to evaluate the number first. You know, it doesn't matter if it's free agency or draft. We evaluate that. And the passion that they have, the competes that they have on the field is the most important thing. And then we got to figure out culturally, you know, does he fit? 
you know, as a person, as a teammate, and all those things. But number one, he's got to have love for the game. Yeah, so there's no question about that. But I think that from Eberflus' standpoint, Cap, and I want to circle back with you on this, you become the head coach of the Chicago Bears. It's not just a gig. You're not the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. It's not a gig, right? It's the head coach of the charter franchise of Chicago Bears. And what's the first thing you want to do? You want to be able to impress. This general manager, Ryan Poles, gives you an opportunity to be the head coach for the Bears, and you want to be able to impress. And what happens? Hit the bricks quickly. Look, we're going through a process here. Wait, I'm the head coach. Of one of the, uh, I got these, these defensive schemes. I got all these ideas. And I got some ideas offensively. I want to be able to help this team, right? I want to be able to help. And Paul says, we're going to do this the right way. Hey, you know what? Either way, Cap, if you're Eberflus, you know that time's ticking, right? First year, you're the worst team in the National Football League with the worst talent in the National Football League. I'm sure that's not what he envisioned when he took the job. No, as a coach, you're thinking, all right, I'll plug this guy in. We don't have one of those, coach. I'll rush the quarterback with these. We don't have those, coach. <laughs> We're going to have the speedy linebacker that's going to get in the back. We don't have one of those, coach. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, let's talk about the offense. All right, I'm going to have these two big, big receivers. We don't have those, coach. Uh, we're going to have an amazing offense. We don't have that either. What do we have? Right. A lot of cap space and the top pick and a new home on the radio. Okay. But if you're Eberflus, you're thinking, okay, so when will this thing be turned around? Well, I can only do so much as a head coach. But that's why he talked about Matt buying in. I've always believed executives take that long-term look. Right. they got to know, where's my cap going to be in three years, four years, five years? What am I going to do with this? We're going to probably have to replace that guy in two years because he's starting to slow down. He said Matt takes that long-term approach, and he understands, and they work in concert together. That is a massive thing to have. I will say that uh, some of the things that Paul said about Matt Eberflus was impressive because he talks about how he's locked in, understands the process, and just like internally I'm thinking, man, my time's ticking if I'm the head coach. Like when this thing's turn around, can I help it? help the process, right? He can give me the players. I need to coach him, though. How quickly, how much of a leash do I have if I'm Matt Eberflus? It's a fair question. It's a fair question. Very. You're starting off with, with three wins, okay? So what does success look like? That look like the playoffs? That look like seven wins? Eight wins? I, I don't think we could put it. I was texting with T. Waddle yesterday, and he, he you know, had some very interesting and very solid comments. Guy played in the league. Tommy said, look, you can't be a five-win team and think you've spent whatever amount of the cap space and Justin improved. He said, you've got to take a step here. But listening to Ryan Poles, I don't think he's going to spend all that cap space. Right. And I don't think that he feels like i got to get this thing turned next year. I don't think that. I think he feels like i got to build this the right way. Matt Eberflus had some other things to say to the press, including uh, he gave his thoughts on Justin Fields. Yeah, the, some of the conversations that we've had and uh, we've talked about, you know, uh, obviously at the end of last year was really just to, uh, you know, take what the defense gives you. I know that's coach talk, but that's really what he needs to do. He's, he's obviously a tremendous athlete and can do a lot of different things, but, you know, if we call a design run, sure, you can run it there, but, you know, third down and, you know, situations like that, critical situations in the red zone, certainly do it there. But when it's first and second down, you know, early in the game, let's just take what the defense gives you and then move on. He also talks a little bit about, um, do you think that 
feels is on the right track. Yeah, I do. You know, for the first year in the system, I think he's on the right track. And again, he's just got to make small improvements and change, change, adjust adjustments to his game, and uh, he's going to do that. So that's there from Matty Rafluse on, on Justin Fields. Look, I believe they are all in. And as we talked about at dinner yesterday, and Albert Breer from Monday Morning Quarterback from SI.com, who's with us every Tuesday morning, said that there are people that said if Bryce Young, who's wildly accurate, he's a really accurate passer, comes out of a great program, great person, everyone loves him. He said if he was 6'3", 235, you might have a different discussion. Mm -hmm. But he's not. He's 5'10", 185. So you're going to really do that? No shot. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields is the guy, and I think that they will make an intelligent trade down. And I would love to see Jalen Carter in the middle of that defense. If they don't get him, or perhaps, as Ryan talked about, you have to take, if you're getting four draft picks, I thought it was a really interesting philosophy. He said, if I trade the pick... And I have four picks. Okay, the grade on, I said, whoever it is. The grade on him is this. Do the four players that I got add up to what that guy's grade is? Yeah. That's how you look at it. So we're talking to you about it here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our telephone Paul number. Allen, the voice of the Vikings, just left me. I don't know him. I've never met the guy. Yeah. I've never Paul. met him. Because he's always been on when I was on. He shook your hand and yeah. turned and walked away. I put my hand out. He just kept going. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know, I know Vikings people. defense sucks, Paul. Okay, well, he's, he's a million miles away now. So. Cap throwing his hands up. <laughs> I've never met the guy. No, I, I know Paul. And I'm actually a fan. Yeah. I think he's an outstanding play-by-play guy. And then he does a talk show every day. He does. So, I, yeah, I'm a big fan of I, him. I know Paul. He, he just, didn't like me, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Paul for, for quite a while here. Um, so, Eberflus, <laughs> you, <laughs> you feel jilted at the altar because Paul Allen didn't shake your hand. He never met me. He has no idea who I am, yeah. which is fine. That was, uh-huh. that was hilarious to watch on Twitch. Turn around and gone. Oh, what would you say, Charlie? Just watching on Twitch, like just a dap, and then just cold shoulder. It was good too. Charlie, it was a good dap. You could hear the hands connect. Oh my goodness! And then poor Cap, hands in the sky. Cap gets played. That was funny. I never met the guy. Me and Paul, and I'm a fan. Again, I'm a fan of that guy's work. Not anymore. He sucks. He sucks now. <laughs> no, I actually really, I really, seriously, I'm a, a fan. That guy's an outstanding. Incredible. That guy's a really good play-by-play guy and a good talk show host, too. All right. So uh, coming up, we'll take your phone calls, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone that's number. All right, that's enough. Don't be standing under your breath. He's a million miles away now. You had a chance to say up that guy when he's right here. When he dapped me up, you got a chance. That's it. All right, but not now. Now he's a million miles away. Take that. All right, coming up, we will talk about the Chicago Bears, and we'll give you some whispers from the bar, uh, some some things that you need to know that we heard here in Indianapolis regarding the Bears and that number one pick. And we'll get your phone calls in here as well. Your overall thoughts on this Bears team as well. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. With Angry Cap, Jay Hood with you here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. 
Cap and Jay Hood are back, holding it down in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine. Broadcasting live on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Your new home of the Chicago Bears. Chi-Town, stand up. Glad to have you with us here from the Combine, right here on the home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN 1000. Along with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you here on ESPN 1000. Take your phone calls as well, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number still to come. We'll hear from Courtney Cronin. Courtney Cronin covers the Bears for ESPN Chicago. And also we're going to hear from Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Chicago Bears, coming your way at 830. So I just went over on the defensive linemen are all speaking, doing TV. They've got like 10 podiums and 10 guys at a time that they rotate through and all the TVs over there. I'm looking at this guy walk by. I'm like, okay, that is one big SOB right there. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. And I ran into my friend Josh Rock from NBC Sports Chicago. He said, you know who that is? Nope. Who is that? He said, that's Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. And the question was asked. It was right over there, so I just sent Shay to see if we can get him. He's not working out because he's rehabbing from a, an uh, injury. And he, he was asked, what did you tell the Chicago Bears in your interview? Because reportedly Ryan Poles really likes him. And he said, let me make this clear. I told them I will be the face of your defense, and I will bring the draft class along with me. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a Bear. Oh, uh, you gotta love that, and dude, when he—if we get him over here, you can't imagine the physical specimen this dude is. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes! I want him on the edge. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, the thing is, is that here's a guy here that wants to be part of the Chicago Bears. You like that, right? Yeah. Says, I want to be the face of the. I wonder what other teams has he said that to, by the way. I don't know. Look, in the end, it's—they're all trying to get to the league. Mm-hmm. And secure the bag and the whole – it all is a process. That There's something about that kid. Mm. Again, I didn't know who it was when he walked by. I just knew, like, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. He said, that's Tyree Wilson, the guy that's rocketing up the draft boards. All right, we'll get your thoughts in here on the Bears. 312-332-3776, our phone number. Jay Moore, let's go back to Matt Eberflus. For those that missed it, uh, Eberflus, the head coach for the Bears, with some, uh, some things to say about – as we all know, the options that are open to the Bears here in this draft. Yeah, I just think right now we're all options are open. You know, all options are open for us. We have tremendous flexibility because we have that number one pick, because we have um, all that, you know, revenue inside of that uh, free agency. So I think that uh, right now we leave everything open and look at all options. Yeah, I mean, when you have so many holes on the roster cap, of course, you do have plenty of options. Plenty of, of things to look at. Again, you want to make sure you strike on the right players. But when you look, and this is why it's always weird, like seven, you know, seven or eight wins for this Bears team coming up. That that's not happening without the right talent and being able to draft the right way. Um, and so he says, all options are open to. It. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. You just saw a guy there. You think he could be a defensive stalwart for the team for the next decade. Yes. And so, again, there's going to be a bunch of guys that are going to look really good and they're going to be really sharp in an interview and the whole deal. And you can't take them all. But like Ryan said to us, I saw a few guys here I'd like to put the car and take home Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. And that's what I said to you earlier. I said, let's load up my truck. Let's go. 
We could put a heck of a football team together. Ultimately, so. ultimately, that is what you want if you are the Chicago Bears. You know, to be able to look at at the young, the young group, the the next generation of NFL players, and say they're part of the growing process with the Bears. Where I can look at defensive linemen, especially in the offense. I asked him. I asked Paul specifically the, about the offensive line. He's pretty high on Braxton Jones, but I know he wants to fill that offensive line out with two or three difference makers as well. Through the draft or free agency. And as he said, nobody plays 17 games. Yeah. They just, it's a rarity. Braxton did. But you have so many injuries in there. They need an anchor at center. Mm-hmm. They've got to get another tackle, like a starting level elite tackle, whether that's Braxton going to right and bringing in a left, which is what I think they're going to do, but we'll see. Depends who becomes available. And then you've got to get more depth pieces. You have. That is the biggest problem with this roster. Obviously, you need stars. Yeah. But as Ryan said, you're exactly right. We've, depth is a huge thing, and that's how he evaluated. He talked about evaluating drafts in a three-year cycle. So We are the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Taking your phone calls, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number here from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to you. Let's go to James and Gurney as we talk Bears with you here on ESPN 1000. Good morning, James. Good morning, fellas. A little excitement. I was at 6.30 a.m. sharp in this car. Going to be early to work. I had to... So... I, I, I think we're heading the right side. Obviously, but Brian said something to me that maybe a lot of us don't think about. Like, it's the character of the man, right? I think that's a huge difference when it comes to, like, you say Jalen Carter and Will Anderson are, like, obviously there's awesome talents, but if they're a cancer, because even when I was younger, you get caught up in that office mix and, oh, I hate my job. Like, that's going to make a big difference in the culture. So I think it's the little things that maybe we don't think about all the things he does. Like, that, that interview, the medicals, that, that man. That character, that attitude, that maturity level will make a ginormous difference in three, four, five years down the road. So I just something that I heard from him saying, well, I never really thought about that. Like, I don't think a lot of us think about that, like the maturity level or the major maturity level, because some kids are just more mature at certain ages. I think that's a huge component. And may I have a little sidebar? Are you guys cool with that? Absolutely. Brought to you by Aiken Law. Three one two six million for the great Howard Aiken. Sign my ball. God bless Patrick Kane, I was just thinking, just think for a second. I'm going to put Kane, Taves, and, and Hosa all in that same. What if it wasn't for Jordan and them three gentlemen? We have 85, 05, and 16. Just think about it. If it wasn't for Jordan and Kane, nine extra championships. We're starving. My point is we're just starving. I want the Bears to be good, and I hope we're just starving. If it wasn't for Jordan, Kane, and them other two, we'd have literally have three championships in 40 years. That's just we're Chicago. We're big. It's just think, putting in perspective what Jordan and Patrick did. An extra nine championships. We'd only have three. So let's go, Bears. I love you guys. It's cool to be the first call, man. So I'll support you until that day is over, boys. I love you, and let's bear down. All right, James. You're definitely is their first call in the, in the new era of the Chicago Bears in the 7 o'clock hour. You're correct. <laughs> so, you, so you qualify for that at the very least. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Our phone number. There is our guy. He's Joey G from Melrose Park. Oh boy! Hi, Joey. Molly Hanley, how you doing? Oh, sorry, wrong station. You know what? Listen, you're they're not one. down here. Can, can I tell you something? Me, Yo, hold on a second, Joey. You're, tell you're me lucky. whatever you want. No, no, no. Okay, well, I am. You're lucky that we're in a great mood. One. You're lucky that we're the home of the Bears. 
Because if I was back in studio, bam, off the air. <laughs> He's lucky we're in Indianapolis you're, and you can't hang up on you're, you're, you're lucky that I, don't have the, that I don't have autonomy of the button because, bam, you'd be off there. And, by the way, those two aren't down here. So good. So go ahead. See there? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> there he goes. He comes in sheepishly. He cuts with a knife and he goes, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'm already wounded. I'm uh, already stabbed. What's on your mind, okay, Joseph? So any, anyways, uh, congratulations to the ESPN 1000 station uh-huh. for being home of the Bears. Number two, I feel a little bit more content after listening to Brian Poles. As before, I was not as content as him as the GM. Uh-huh. Number three, Eberflus can be on the first cab out of Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And third, I just love you guys. <laughs> we love you, Joey. Yeah. Cap, let's get ready for round two. We got a year left. Where are you going after a year? We're going with... We're going with you to the south side, 70th and Pulaski, Tony's. There you go. It's fine with me. All right, done deal. <laughs> Joey, have a All great have a day, great man. Time. We I'm appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Joey G. See that? He always says, he cuts with a knife and says, oh, I'm sorry you're bleeding. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how he does it. That's how Joey G does it uh, right here on, uh, on ESPN 1000. Um, you know what, Cap, still to come, we got to be able to talk a little bit about Patrick Kane because as we have been hinting and reporting that, that he would be uh, traded, he's now with the New York Rangers. At some point, we've got to be able to talk about that because that's, that's not just a guy, just not just a player. This is a, a great player that's no longer with the Chicago Blackhawks. You talk about the Bears trying to level the franchise. If Jonathan Taves, uh, if he was able-bodied and could skate, he'd be out of here too. They'd try to find a way to get him out of here as well. They're getting this thing where they're going to have about 700 draft picks and then yeah. – in hockey, if you don't see guys, you know, playing like next year, whoever the Bears draft in the first round is going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Hockey, see in four or five years. It's like baseball. He's getting picks like he's Sam Hinkie. Yeah, it's I crazy. haven't seen anybody do something like this since the Sixers tanked. It's gonna be a long process. How many did they have? Six first round picks the next three years. Yeah. God bless. Could be seven if the if the Rangers make the conference finals. Correct. So so it's funny that we're talking about this. How timely is this that our guy RJ Curcio uh, chimes in and says that I hope that Poles was listening to Kyle Davidson who said you want first round picks now and in the future so you can move up down and trade for established players. The Eagles have mastered this. Hopefully the Bears and Hawks can too. From RJ Curcio. Uh. Okay, so and he he makes valid points right there, mm-hmm. total valid points. But you have got to be able to get Connor Bedard out of this. Like if you keep losing, like what do you gain? If you I mean keep winning, if you keep winning, what are you gaining here? Right. Well, they won five games in a row. Now they've lost the last two. Right. And I'm hoping it's the start of a major tailspin, because wins don't matter for the Blackhawks now. Get the best freaking players and picks. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, I agree with that. 
All right, 312-332-ESPN-332-3776 is our telephone number. So we talked to you about the Bears and, uh, again, being the home of the Bears. We talked about this earlier, Cap, and, again, we can't say it enough how special it is for the Bears and 1,000 to be able to be together. I just know that there's um, – uh, this is one announcement here on March 1st, but there's a lot more to come behind the scenes mm-hmm. about how the Bears fan can connect with us. Beyond this show, beyond Carmen Yurko and Wallen and Sylvia and Black and Abdallah, there's a lot more to come. There is a lot more all day long. Special announcements. You see our general yes. managers in a Bears uniform? Packers, uh, who? Packers fan too, right? He's, he was. He is a Bears fan. How about that? And the, the conversion's complete. He is in a complete game uniform. Keith Williams, our market manager. Might want to get in the weight room a little. Helmet um, on. It's incredible. Looking like Devin Hester back here. Got to get a little more ripped, though. He's got the short sleeves on. He what? should come down here and run the 40 in pads. See how he goes. He's saying that our general manager needs to be more ripped. I, well, how long is your contract? For you to say that. Hey, man, you know, that's, like, that's, 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 that's some amazing testicular fortitude for you to be able to say that. I wouldn't, even I wouldn't say that. Nice job by you. There you go. Balls Take of that, steel Keith. over here, David Cap. Take that, Keith. Okay. He's, uh, He's just a little riled up after Paul Allen dissed him. I get it. I actually just got done talking with Paul of Allen. Of course you did. Of course Walked you did. Right, I said, Paul, David Kaplan, I'm Jonathan Hood's partner. He said, Who? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I said, My partner right down. Oh. And then we talked because I went to college up there. Of course. We chatted. Of course, because there's no way. Because here's why. Here's the reason. You couldn't have slept to know that he, that he did not shake your hand first or even second in that yeah, situation. Ac- actually, not so much. No, no he could have just walked by. Oh, by the way, do you tell him to go F himself while you were talking to him? You tell him that? I did. Oh, you did? I oh, did. you did. Hey, Paul, big fan, but you suck. Yeah. Said, you tell hey, him that? I just told you to go F yourself. You left me hanging. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that that's how it went. Yeah, 100%. exactly. So, so actually, no, that's not how it went. As a matter of fact, his head didn't even move. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I, I thought that was very interesting as well. There's no way, Shay, he could have been able to sleep knowing that. Uh, that oh, yeah. Actually, oh. not so much. Yeah? We couldn't have oh. left Indy until he talked Oh, absolutely. To him. Go right to I'm gonna, bed. I'm going to make him talk to me. I'm David Kaplan. Go right to bed. Yeah, yeah. Put your, put your paw out there. I'm David Kaplan. Well, great you, beard over there, Paul. Yeah, you uh, did, again, you didn't mention that. It's over. He's a mile away. Tell him no. to his face. He, we, I just talked to him. Very nice man. You tell him about his beard? Tell him, about, tell him to F himself? I did not. What about all that? No. no? That's just for you and me? That's just for you. <laughs> in the it's, audience. It's exclusive, right? Just exactly. for us. Okay. Courtney Cronin standing by. We'll talk to Courtney? Yeah. Next? Absolutely. We'll talk to Courtney Cronin coming up next and uh, find out her thoughts about what she's been hearing in the streets of Indianapolis with the Chicago Bears is still to come. Here's today's headlines Headline with Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. The home of the Chicago Bears cap is ESPN 1000. Take that's the, that, that's world. That's the headline. We're here. That we, are the, we are the home of the Bears. That's what people need to know. That's number one. But number two, find out that the Blackhawks, they made their deal. Patrick Kane now is a New York Ranger. Yes, and that you get a second and a fourth-round pick. And if the Rangers get to the Eastern Conference final, that will convert to a first-round pick in either 2024 or 2025. Chicago Bulls fell short against the Toronto Raptors yesterday. Yeah, you get out-rebound on the offensive glass, 19-6. to Really ticked me off. Jay Moore. Cap and Jay Hood are back. back, back. 
Broadcasting live from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis from 5 a.m. to 9 on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Your new home of the Chicago Bears. Keep your beak out of this. Courtney Cronin, National Chicago Bears reporter for ESPN. I think you have to temper expectations if you are a Bears fan, just given everything that this team had to kind of undo. Breaking down the Bears and the latest NFL storylines. Team transcendent quarterback Ross is not this guy. You know, he's very legacy conscious. He wanted to go to Denver and build something and win a Super Bowl there. Courtney Cronin with Kevin J. Hood on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Glad to have you with us here on the home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN 1000. Captain Jay Hood with you still to come. We're going to hear from Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Chicago Bears. He'll be with us in an hour from now. Shot or no shot at the top of the hour, but right now Courtney Cronin is with us here from the NFL Combine, covers the Bears like a blanket for ESPN and ESPN.com. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning, guys. How was St. Elmo's? It was awesome. I'm bummed I couldn't go, but I got my fix there on Monday night. How good is that shrimp cocktail? So good. It was spicy. Is that your first one? Uh, uh, Yes. Yes, were you warned ahead of time? Yeah. Okay. I, I, so you, I was, knew, you knew what you were walking into. Yes. Much better than Sudafed. Yeah. Much it better. works. Yeah. It's much more effective. I yes. like that spice. So. Yeah. Awesome. It's my favorite. Yeah. So, it's the best no. part about Indianapolis. It was fantastic. And also the um, the drinks were flowing. We were able to get information. Make Nothing like that. that. Okay. That's the reason why that you come here, right? To get the information. I mean, the late nights. How late were you guys out if you had a 5 a.m. start time? Uh, we went back after dinner. Yeah. Junior over there ran the streets. Junior. <laughs> it's a new name. Gotcha. I was out till like 1130. Not super okay. late. But yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's the that's the beauty of being here where you can run into whomever at one of the, you know, local watering holes. And mm-hmm. I, lo- I love it. I mean, the Combine's a – it's where you find out what's a real rumor that's actually going to get some legs on it and what's just a smoke screen. But it's it's a good – it's a good time for the NFL world to like converge on one place. Like this doesn't happen outside of you know here and like the you know even like the owners' meetings in a month. Like that's where a lot of the ideas that percolate about the number one overall pick start to pick up steam. So we were out to dinner last night. We we're discussing Bryce Young and Justin Fields and will you keep the top pick? And Albert Breer made an interesting point that if Bryce Young was six three two thirty. It might be a different discussion, but the fact that he's not, they're all in on Justin Fields. So how soon do you think a trade goes down? You know, when Ryan was talking to us yesterday about the pre-free agency scenario and, and how that could potentially be a benefit to the Bears, when he's talking about, you know, you could potentially add players in that. My mind goes to a team like Carolina, where you Brian might, Burns. yeah, where you'd be packaging, going up nine to one, maybe throwing in a Brian Burns in that deal, and that helps you address a massive need before free agency. But realistically, I don't see it happening until a couple weeks after that first wave, maybe at the earliest by the end of March, just because you don't typically see. The movement for a top pick like that without seeing where the quarterbacks that are going to be free agents or maybe guys who are going to get traded, where are they going? What does everybody's draft board, free agent board, priority board look like when the dust settles? You're not going to know that for a couple weeks. So I do think it's possible, but probably more unrealistic than uh, a likelihood. You know what I'm interested in? I'm sure we're focused, hyper-focused on the Bears. I'm wondering what you know, two through five looks like in mm-hmm. the draft, and what because for me it's about needs. Like the Texans, 
not a great organization. Do they have more talent than the Bears? I think so in some spots. Well, what do you think about two through five and their needs? Because, of course, yeah. polls shapes the draft, but I'm interested in also what they want to do. I think the thing that's interesting with polls is that it's not just the first round he controls. He can control the entire draft, and mm-hmm. that's – you know, that's going to affect the Arizonas, the Seattles, all of those teams that are within, you know, the one to five range. And, you know, even yesterday when Pete Carroll's talking about needing a quarterback and that they might be looking towards the draft, it's like, wait, you just got Geno Smith. Like, is there going to be a surprise team that we don't know about trying to get in on the quarterback mix in, in the first round? But that's where when you look at like the top players that are going to be available, the quarterbacks, the Will Andersons, the Bryce, the uh, Jalen Carters, you know, all of those names, how do they actually shape out in, like, the top five? Like, who, who might sneak in and, st- and steal a player that Chicago might have an eye on? That's why you have to be so conscious about where you're moving back from. And yesterday, Mel Kuyper had his latest mock where he had the double trade back. And I actually really like the idea, not just to garner draft capital, but to control kind of how the draft board moves for Chicago, like, you know, throughout the first five, six, seven picks. So Tyree Wilson, we just tried. He's, like, the most popular guy over there. Can't talk to him. I tried. Can't even, that guy, always, everybody wants to talk he's to Tyree Wilson. The entire day, he just spoke to all the cameras. Sure. And Josh Rock from NBC Sports Chicago said, let me ask you about what you told the Bears, because he met with Ryan Poles. Mm-hmm. He said, I told them I'll be the face of your team and I will lead your draft class. And he said he was really emphatic. Like, he likes the Bears and he likes that mm-hmm. situation. That might be a guy that you could get if you traded back to Carolina's spot. Yeah, he would be. He's a he's falling because of the injury, right? Like so, that's hurt his draft stock a little bit. But he's still one of the top prospects at his position available. So, if you're okay moving out of territory that would like put you out of the running for Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, I think that's your you know the, the next best option there. And when Ryan Poles was talking kind of through the scenarios yesterday, it's how do you Try to garner more draft capital, but not pass up on the prospect that you really want. It's a fine balance between both. And doing that, we're going to see how, how well like, you know, he can finesse other teams and being able to move back multiple times and still get the player he wants, but also the draft haul in return. Now I'm looking at is what's happening with the cap space. So we were just talking earlier about you know, how Ryan Poles looks at all this cap space and all the money that he has. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering where he's going to allocate those, those resources, right? So the f- number one thing for me, Courtney, as I've said a lot, is what's best for Justin Fields, meaning better offensive linemen, also meaning be able to have difference makers at the wide receiver spot. If you think Cole Komet's a guy, okay, Cole Komet's a guy. But you know that you have, need to upgrade at wide receiver. When you take a look at the free agency, does anything blow you away? No. At the wide receiver and spot? And I said this back in November when yeah. they traded for Chase Claypool. Like, they did that move. Now it kind of looks back and looking in hindsight, it feels a little bit more of a rushed panic move because mm-hmm. they looked at this free agent group and said there's no big names. There's no game-changing names that you can expect to come in and be a wide receiver one. So, frankly, the chatter about T. Higgins, you heard, you know, that shut down by their people yesterday of a potential trade. Yeah, go and find your own receiver. It's, you know, it just makes all the sense in the world. Their window's open. Why would you trade T. Higgins if your window's you open? you got him under contract. But, like, a Keenan Allen might be a cap casualty for the Los Angeles Chargers. Could he potentially be a difference maker? I think you have to go the non-traditional free agent route, looking at the cap casualties, potentially even other trades that make sense. But 
what do they have to trade in return, right? Like, they've got eight draft picks right now. They haven't traded the number one overall pick yet. Like, who knows what that yields? How can you continue to hold on to what you think you need to build this roster and try to get a player that can be in an instant game changer at receiver? I feel like that's a lot of moving parts, and they just don't have all those pieces yet to make that happen because looking at the current roster, who are you trading? Who are you packaging in a deal? Mm-hmm. Right. Probably, like, probably no one. And um, because they still have so many holes to fill. And I think Poles is realistic about just what you can accomplish in one offseason and realizing this is a multi-year project to try to fix all these holes. Okay, so that's I was very impressed with him when he talked about, look, it's a three-year eval on my draft picks mm-hmm. from the first class. Like, I know there are a lot of people that want the Bears to win 12 games next year, and so do I. I just think he's going to build it the right way, and if the record isn't what the record is what people want, and it's less, but he feels like, I put a bunch of foundational pieces in. Sure. I just got to develop them. That's the better scenario, right? Yeah, I mean, that's sustained success. Like, And he's been very deliberate with his process of not trying to rush, make any sort of move that feels like a knee-jerk reaction. And. If it is three wins to eight wins, that's a that's five, that's a five win margin of improvement. What that's if it's a big three deal. wins to six? Still, it's still marginal improvement. I don't, and I've said this. Like you heard it on my rejoin. Like they had so many holes to fill. They had to start this thing over from the beginning. It's not a one year turnaround. That never that never is successful in the NFL where you see the blip on the radar because most teams end up regressing to the mean. And if you're the Bears, you don't want that. Do you often quote from your own rejoin? You know, just because of the, like, I hear it, and I'll be like, oh, wait, did I, did I say that already? Okay, I did. That's just make sure good. I'm not going crazy. We love that you got <laughs> Beak onto you know, Around the Horn. He made me because I, like, I, I failed the first time around to mention Tortorol in it. Yes. And It's Tortorol. And then I, then I, then I came through. I came through in a big way too. Like that wasn't just like a slip it no, in there. Right. That was oh, aggressive. That was aggressive. That was yes. awesome. I said to him, I go, "What the?" He's like, "Yeah, we uh, gave her a challenge." Yes, it was fantastic. I came through. More with Courtney coming up next on the Home of the Bears, ESPN One Thousand. Captain Jay Hood are back, holding it down in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine, broadcasting live on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Your new home of the Chicago Bears. Chi-Town, stand up. Glad that you're with us here on ESPN 1000, home of the Bears. Courtney Cronin covers the Bears for ESPN.com. Is with us here on uh, Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Uh, whispers. We got to be able to share whispers some whispers from the bar. Whispers from the bar. Exchanging glances. There's, there's whispers that are happening. Right. You, you hear anything, Courtney? Anything about the Packers? Any Rodgers news? Anything? Let's have a mic there. Go ahead. The only thing I'll say that, like, I can, you know, say definitively about the Rodgers stuff and, like, what's circulating is that. You listen to what Brian Gutekun said yesterday mm-hmm. in the press in his press conference with like the local media, and then he repeated the exact same thing here. I think they're ready to move on, mm-hmm. but I also wouldn't be surprised because there's a school of thought that all of this is just going to lead to him coming back and the charade of this thing going on one more year. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I think he's back with the Packers next year. I really do. I just there's too much smoke of that that we started hearing even like last week i know jeff darlington had reported it when he was on radio with us and kind of what i've been gathering around here is that the people who are in green bay are preparing for you know 
I guess what's not like the best case scenario for them because they're tired of dealing with this, but yes. it, it feels like he's back. How about, how about this? Why don't we give her a whisper from the bar? Come on, the thing that blew our hair back if we had hair. The, the uh, do it. Do it. Quarterback coach? I actually was able to confirm that from someone else. You know who Russell Wilson's private quarterback coach was? The one in Denver. Denver. Yeah, what about him? So he had his own guy. Yeah, in, in the building. And Sean Payton went, that's done. Mm-hmm. Guess who it was? Who? Mark Trestman. That was his court. That was the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whispers are, in the bar. Are we surprised then? Like what happened to the Denver Broncos last no, year? We're no, surprised. we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. But see, that's what we—that's why we're here for. Yeah. The whispers. You see that? We're just minding our own business. All of a sudden, hey guys, did you hear about this one? Oh, please tell us. That's exactly what happened last night. Mark Trust. We about- heard that last night. I made a call. I went to a college with a guy who scouts in the league. He's like, oh yeah, kid. Dude, he goes, that's not a hidden secret. Yes. He goes, it was Mark Trustman. He was in the building yes. every day. Drove I, them nuts. I have a Bronco source that could that locked it in for me last night. How about that? He's in the room actually. That's but, just. I mean, that, that's yeah. mind-blowing, but I guess it, I, now I question some of his judgment on, like, who he has, like, working around him. Go from that to Davis Webb, somebody who's never coached quarterbacks before. This will work out great. It'll be outstanding. Okay, so give me your honest-to-goodness opinion on how many holes are on the roster. Because I felt like I was just writing it to myself. Mm-hmm. I think they addressed five holes last year in the draft class. Brisker, Gordon. Both guys should be long-term pieces. Sure. The punter. Mm-hmm. It's a punter, but it's a punter. It's important. Jack Sanborn. Oh. And Braxton Jones. Yeah. Okay. How many holes remain on this roster? I want to see if we're vibing here. Left tackle. One. Number one receiver. Two. Number two receiver. Three. Left guard center. So it's four, five. Five. All four on the defensive line. So that's Six, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Another linebacker. A nickel. Ten. A nickel's eleven. Yeah. Eleven. And another tight end. Yeah. That can catch passes. Yeah. Did, did you get I the mean, other, did you get the other corner, corner? The other corner. Yeah, the nickel. So, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. that's, that's double-digit needs. And to think that you can realistically – let's also remember here, too, this is a whisper from the bar that uh-huh. I oh. heard the other night. Oh, about the whisper cap. from the bar. <laughs> Exchanging glances, wondering in the night. About the salary cap, like for Bears fans think, oh my God, they've got $100 million, they're going to spend every penny. Mm. There's a clause in the CBA that allows you to roll that stuff over again and again and again. Right, so you're not going to blow it no, all this like, year. But like there's this expectation, I think, among some fans that they're just going to be like spending dollars, like driving the Brinks truck backwards down the street, throwing money out of it. It's not going to happen. Agreed. So... If you can go to free agency, get a defensive end, get an offensive lineman, I don't know what they're going to do with wide receiver because I just it's hard to put those pieces together knowing what the receiver free agent class is. That's a successful free agency mm-hmm. because then your priorities for the draft become your three technique. I think yesterday was a surefire sign that that's going to have to be what they go towards in the draft because those guys, the Duran Paynes, the Vernon Hargraves, typically... Draymond Jones, it sounds like, is closing in on a deal with the... Yeah, it, it, explosive players like that at that spot don't make don't hit free agency, so that takes away one of your options. But for them, it helps them align their priorities because they can go find 
a defensive end, an edge rusher in that group of free agents because there is a much more, a much deeper group of, of those players and there are three techniques. Completely agree. And then you go to the draft and you can handle it there. Shay, can you give us a whisper in the bar? You're out later than us. Can you yes, give us yeah, much get, later. Whisper in the bar. Give us a little something. You know, I was doing my best. I couldn't talk to anybody. And then everybody I did talk to is going, what are the Bears going to do with the number one pick? My Uber well, driver asked hearing? me that today. Well, what are you hearing? <laughs> They're the most pop- – like, we talk about polls being the belt at the ball. It's not a joke. Like, just no. us walking around with ESPN Chicago gear. Cap and I are walking through the hall when we get here yesterday. Some guy neither of us know is walking past us. Oh, ESPN Chicago? I got to catch up with you guys. And it's like – Right. We have no idea where this guy's even from. It's just everybody wants to talk to us. I mean, when you have the number one pick, it's not just the leverage standpoint of you can trade back with multiple teams. It's – you have the entire attention of the NFL. Yes. The draft starts with them, and free agency starts with them. I saw Lovey's quote. I was telling Hoodie and Shea. Lovey said, my biggest win in Chicago was the last game of the year for the Texans. Like, it's just insane to think you know that they didn't figure out a way to make sure they lost that game. I mean, okay, so. I thought it was a great – it was actually my favorite moment of the 2022 season. <laughs> yeah, it was I guess unbelievable. So. I guess so. I mean, look, look. I, I look at it like this. Yes, the Texans had a chance to control the draft, mm-hmm. just like Poles is. But they'll still be able to get what they're looking for. If they're looking for their quarterback, Courtney, they can find that. Yeah, Nick Casario said yesterday, it's, and I don't think it's just you know posturing, that there are two to three, maybe even four players they could take at number two if they yeah. stayed there right now. Frankly, if I'm Houston, I'm going to call the Bears bluff. And I'm saying, well, you're not staying there. Like, you're not drafting a quarterback. If if we're sold on a Bryce Young, a C.J. Stroud, maybe you move up. But I honestly think they can handle that position by staying there and not having to give the world to get to buy their draft pick back. The question is, what if Houston says, you know what? Let's make a run at Jimmy Garoppolo or whoever it is. D'Amico Ryans knows him. And... Let's take Jalen Carter right there and plug him in the front of our defense. Or let's take Will Anderson or Tyree Wills. Whoever that is, they could be a wild card. They could because they, like the Bears, have a lot of needs too, except they do this every year. Like they're drafting top three every single year last couple seasons. And, you know, eventually you become the Jacksonville Jaguars. Can you put all of that top talent together and win games because you have premier talent? And they could be. I mean, they... It wouldn't surprise me considering some of their defensive needs, too, and what their turnover situation looks like um, at, during free agency and the players are going to end up letting go. I wouldn't be surprised if they do go. If they if they can get a, this is the quarterback in free agency scenario, if a Jimmy Garoppolo goes there. I mean, that's – I remember thinking that last year when he was still under contract with the Niners, but now that he's a free agent – You don't have to give anything up. No. Thank you, Courtney. Thanks, guys. Little we appreciate whisper, you. little whisper in the bar with Courtney. Right here uh, a new segment. on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. in the bar. Ah, that's outstanding. Two minutes, we'll get a chance to play shot or no shot. And still to come, Ryan Poles, the general manager of the Chicago Bears at 830, right here on Chicago's Home for Sports.